It's, how, how much is each character? It's <laughs> it's twenty four hundred um cod for points. one. podcast this is level 185 shane came up with this episode's title that's right we are back we are back with another episode of the geekscape games podcast the number one video game podcast on the geekscape.network i'm your magnanimous host your illustrious host your uh dawn or no uh titan of titling <laughs> t- titan of titling shane o'hare and i'm i'm greeted with digital derek and miss katie alcisser every time you say it it just sounds better and better it's great yeah. <laughs> that's me also your cat is going nuts <laughs> did we I, I, not say that like as soon as oh, we started yes. recording <laughs> it was yes, so funny <laughs> I, I came home i took him for a walk i gave him uh a, a, a frisky you frisky's. even walked your cat that's not something that many people would do not many people do it but still that cat is like think, right? i have something to say yeah i gave him a frisky's little gravy he ate that Ooh. up um, Loves that gravy. Yeah, great hot, uh, hot, hot gravy on a on a. Throw it in the microwave. You, you know? you, I was just gonna say, are you, do you warm it up? No, no, I don't. I don't um, know. I I honestly don't know his um, preference. Uh, well, his preference or like what he like what he can handle. So I don't want to mm. like you know he he does the cold gravy just fine. Um, sure. There he is. Hello. <laughs> say hi. Say hi to Uncle Derek and Auntie Katie and all the Geekscape viewers at home. Millions of people watching online. <laughs> Derek, do you know that reference? Uh, no. Uh, it's a Triple H reference. No. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, we're back with the uh, <laughs> video game podcast. Uh, Miss Katie's been uh, in the the gaggle of rotating guests, mm-hmm. and she is back. How are you doing, my dear? I'm doing well. Work's been kind of crazy busy, but it's slowing down, um, which is nice. <laughs> uh, I know that's not necessarily nice for business, but hey, now I can do some stuff <laughs> and what? play what? some video games. This might sound extremely like, that- I don't know, like ignorant because it is what do you do it's a great question it really is it, it, i trust me even when i applied for this job i didn't really know what it was but I, I work for basically a gaming company where over the pandemic so i got a podcast for you to be yeah on. i know right <laughs> it's called the go game and it started in san francisco it was basically corporate team building for everybody in San Francisco and they would do these like live scavenger hunts and things. And they would do kind of themed games where their companies would have to like do all this stuff around town. Uh, Well, pandemic hit and they kind of revamped everything, made it digital and we run uh, remote game shows and escape rooms for those who are needing them that, <laughs> entertainment <laughs> yeah. that's that's interesting so so you're part of the the evil megacorp structure that is a bit. R- ruining america you're, make, <laughs> you're making it better yeah you could, you could be our man on the inside you could get in there oh trust could... me i i have some stories to tell about some companies but i will say the coolest thing i ever did was i ran a game for jj abrams and that was awesome <laughs> oh nice. wow yeah i saw jj abrams drunken drunkenly hitting on a very young girl at this power rangers party at petco park one year no why <laughs> and i i'm pretty sure that was pre-divorce 
So Derek, mm. can, can you confirm? I can't confirm that. I was also there and I feel like I would remember seeing JJ Abrams because I'm a big Lost fan and you know I liked the new Star Treks and, and a variety mm-hmm. of other things that he's done. Wait, so am I thinking I, of I, the wrong guy? I think you, you often are. I'm, you I'm often kinda, are Shane. I'm kinda hoping I was like, I don't know. Hey, there's know Robert Rodriguez over there. <laughs> I don't. I don't know too much about personal lives of directors who's, who's, and writers. Who's the guy? The redhead, bald oh, definitely guy, not JJ Abrams. <laughs> he, right? who, oh, are you talking about um, uh, Joss Whedon? Joss Whedon. Oh boy, you are really looking this up, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, it was Joss Whedon. Sorry, guys. Oh my god, <laughs> I was like. Heard this kind of disparaging thing about mm-hmm, JJ Evans, mm-hmm. but I was like, okay. <laughs> Yo, JJ, I know you're listening. I'm sorry, dog. <laughs> I, Our as, big BFF, JJ. Yeah. Um, as as Derek uh, off is very ac- accurate in saying that I do oft get people confused. <laughs> we we very, were very different people. <laughs> we were. Um, I don't think we. I don't know if we said this on this show, but it had to have been years ago. But I'll update you on the story, uh, Katie. Okay. Years years ago, we got into the Sin City Two party at Comic Con, nice. and uh, we were uh, you know open bar drunk as you do, of and um, we were wandering around, and um, uh, we I we were both drunk, and I'm like, "Yo, there's Robert Rodriguez right there," and Derek's like, "Nope, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man." I'm like, "Dude, that's Robert." Der- Derek was kind of on board. Derek was drunk. Derek was drunk. <laughs> I got Derek drunk that night, and. Um, and we go over and we're talking like, hey, man, love your work, blah, 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 blah. And I forget what the pivot was. He's like, like, wait, like, like, you, do you know who I am? And we're like, yeah, you're Robert Rodriguez. He's like, no. Oh, what, no. What, 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 what was his name? Who was it? It's no. Joe Lynch. <laughs> oh, no. No. But, but, but no. <laughs> he was wearing, to be fair, he was wearing a, a very good Robert Rodriguez cosplay. He had the hat. He had like the gray, oh, the gray, okay. like kind of tight. Uh, like athletic e t-shirt, um, you know, and and they, the, you know, the dark Sin City two party. Like, come on, you show up. <laughs> you would think Robert Rodriguez would probably be there because he directed it, you know. Yeah, right, and then, right. And then, and then the best like cap off to that story is that years later, Joe Lynch was on the the main show as a guest, and John told him that story, and he's like, "Oh yeah, no, I I I, <laughs> yeah, I remember I, that. <laughs> yeah, I was I was wearing a mm-hmm, okay." I was Aww. I was wearing the uh, the rubber. Isn't it rubber. fun when London does that? <laughs> oh, I love it! I love it. There's, <laughs> there's the embarrassing things. Oh, there's nothing embarrassing about uh, Geekscape. Um, <laughs> there was the, there was a time I, I almost got in a fist fist fight with a Twilight fan. <laughs> well, uh, who I told that story the other day. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> the highlight that... of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and like a homeless guy came up, he's like, "Yo, man, you, you right, you right." <laughs> I don't remember this. I was blacked out. <laughs> So mm, two years sober, two years sober, much better off. As an Congratulations, Barry. Very proud shouts of you. out, shouts out. You know, I gave up booze, but I got a nasty heroin habit. Mm-hmm. Based. Pro, pro, pro tip, pro tip. <laughs> don't make that joke at an AA meeting because it will fall so flat. Did you, did you seriously make that at an AA? No. <laughs> <clears throat> did you really make that at an AA meeting? Yeah. Oh, you gotta Shane. know your audience, Shane. <laughs> yeah, you gotta know your audience. You really do. You gotta work the room, bud. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, they're like, like, do you really? Like, do you need? Do you need to go to NA meeting? I was like, oh, that's a joke, everybody. Sorry. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely not the thing to say in an addiction <laughs> meeting. Yeah, it was. Uh, no, it's good. It's good. Um, yeah, heroin's good. Alcohol free is <laughs> good. It's all great. It's all great. Great. So baby. go go game. Um, go game. Yeah. The, so the, if your corp if your corporate company that you uh, are bored at all day long wants to take a nice lunch break for an hour, uh, hit up the go game and uh, ask for me as your event producer. But I used to host, I was hosting for like the last, like, start the pandemic, not like start, but like, I, I'd say probably it'd be like a year in June. Oh my gosh. Are we it in is Ju- June? It Holy June cow. <laughs> it's been a year. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've, I've been doing really dumb hosty things where I, like I would dress up or like you really? know, some, some of the stuff is themed. Some of it's not. Um, for Halloween, I dressed up like um, Captain Marvel um mark dressed up as captain america (laughs) um yeah it was it was a good time and um and then they they promoted me to basically a managing role and uh it's great it's just a lot of work (laughs) that's fun that's 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 like a a really fun gig it does it's a great gig yeah yeah do you have do you have any like horror like stories of like you go you set up the event and then just there's like zero bite like the employees have zero reception they're like and it's like pulling teeth oh yeah no it's it it happens all the time the thing is is that like we have very detailed instructions like it's all browser based so you don't have to download anything it's not i meant like like like, in person you're like all right everyone we're gonna do an escape room and everyone's like I, I've only been with them through uh, remote, so oh, during okay. the pandemic. So yeah, okay. that I'm sure there are plenty of those stories with some of the other hosts. Um, but just in terms of like the online stuff, like people will show up to the game. Like we tell them, don't be on a VPN because that could block some of you know the Firebase stuff, um, or it could have a firewall on um, Firebase. So firebase. <laughs> well, because there's there's Firebase like there's like an application that like you have to like have access to got a, it, got a, it, got and it. if if you have a vpn usually that blocks it so <laughs> yeah so uh i can't tell you how many people will try and log on with like phones and ipads and that stuff just does not work with the platform and i don't care how many times i tell you please don't do that they still do it <laughs> so Lovely. there's that and these people run our country <laughs> i i will say though there is a strange uh, like obsession with CEOs, like the people who are organizing these events, love to suck the dick of CEOs. <laughs> just, like they're they're very they like they treat them like gods. They're like, well, they're going to be coming in at this time, and they'll be doing a speech at this time. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, we have a couple of uh, custom trivia questions about them. I'm like, do oh your people care? Like. This is supposed to be fun, and now you're quizzing them on this guy <laughs> <laughs> or girl, you know. Yeah. So uh, the CEO, uh, who is an absolutely amazing and wonderful and super intelligent, like a gorgeous person. What is <laughs> their favorite color? <laughs> yeah, or what? What does their mug that they drink coffee out of say, or something? <laughs> yeah, what's the, what's the mugs uh, that I put coffee in every morning exactly at, uh, at eight fifteen, right when they want it? What does that say? What does that mug say? And oh, 100%. trivia. Who's the CEO's favorite assistant? <laughs> oh, we had one that was about union, but we had a custom question for some company. I can't remember what it was, but it was like, what are the signs that um, people are trying to unionize? <laughs> and this, was we the, like, this was the Amazon uh 
the yeah, Amazon right, Go game. Right. I mean, probably. <laughs> no, it, was, it wasn't. I can't remember the company. It was a company that like I was not familiar with. Um, but we got to that question. And I remember just as a host being like, ah, and like none of the players knew the right answer, which was like, the the right it was that was the choice. test they didn't yeah. want them to know the right <laughs> answer know. well it was like it was like uh like a lot of upset between the employees like people who are just angry all the time like that was the answer to the question <laughs> and we were like it what? just sounds like work and it sounds yeah. like tw- sounds like twitter yeah <laughs> so yeah exactly <laughs> sounds like the trolls online um but yeah <laughs> it's it's fascinating what what people will put in as their custom co- content funny. That's funny, yeah. and, th- and then you probably run into like some some event organizer that fancies them like a stand up comedian. And it's like, oh, let's put in something funny and wacky. Yep, there's that too. We've had so- we had to pull back some hosts at some points <laughs> to be like, okay, this is not necessarily a stand up show. Please stop <laughs> oh, making goodness. fun of the contestants because this is a corporate show. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, talk about reading the room. Yeah. <laughs> so, having, hey, this AA, this AA meeting is great. Have you tried the heroin? Well, the, we did do a really cool custom show. Oh my god! For I just I said weed. that. Sorry, I said that. And the moment I was like, "Tried the heroin," my cat looked up at me with like the worst, like, "Yo, did you just make? Did you just make that joke?" And he's Read he turned the he turned, room, he Shane. turned around. And he's he's not looking at me anymore. <laughs> Your cat's even ashamed of you right now. <laughs> Absolutely. So sorry to sorry to cut you off. That was a that okay. was a uh, a cat moment, <laughs> as well deserved. Um, yeah, no, we did do a custom show for um, uh, a weed company, which was really cool, and I learned a lot about weed that day. <laughs> All right, I did. Yeah, there's many strains. <laughs> yeah, that's. I, I do I do have a like a a, a joke that I wrote for uh, when I talk about one of the games I um, played, but uh, Tetris Effect Connected. Holy mm. shit. Holy shit. This game is life-changing. And <laughs> I'm going to be... I'm like the guy at a music festival that's always talking about mushrooms. Like, yo, dude, have you tried these mushrooms? Except it's going to be Tetris Effect. Okay? Life-changing. Okay. Life-changing. Can I, can I ask, are you playing Tetris Effect connected in VR? Because do you know that you can? I don't, uh, have, I don't have a VR. I mean, if it's so life-changing, it sounds like it might be the thing that you should get a VR should get for. into. I yeah. should get a V. I should get a VR. You should for. get a VR. One for. of the get VRs. Ninten- yeah. I'm a grandma now. You know, get on the n- Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was. There's a. Um, uh, there's a Australian um, politician who's suing a YouTuber for defamation because the Ooh. YouTuber the YouTuber made fun of him. And apparently, and from what I've been able to gather, this politician is like just a piece of shit, like total <laughs> piece of shit, like ruining the environment, like wants, he was literally said like he wants all koalas dead kind of thing. <laughs> and uh, it sounds like every YouTuber, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no, that's the politician. The YouTuber is like, oh, yo, oh, the, YouTu- okay. the YouTuber is like, you're a piece of shit. And, Yay! um, and so the politician is suing the YouTuber for like defamation <laughs> and everything. And he... <laughs> The guy is uh, uh, Italian, so he keeps making like Mario jokes, like Super Mario jokes. And <laughs> in like one of the, his attorney wrote a document and said like, "Oh, uh, you made a, a defamatory, racist comment saying that, um, uh, you know, my client, is, you know, driving a car, uh, getting a DUI, and losing his license is like losing at a game of Mario's Kart." <laughs> oh, you know the multiple Mario's. <laughs> yeah, Mario's cart. <laughs> Mario's cart. So, uh, if anyone's interested, uh, friendly Jordy's on YouTube. Uh, oh my gosh. He's a Australian. Um, 
you know, just a Australian, I don't know how the hell I found him, but he's a YouTuber that like just rags on politicians in Australia. And I have zero invested interest <laughs> in Australia, but I've been watching this guy for years and his, and his shit is like hilarious. But yeah, he, um, have to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's good, good stuff. So yeah, I'm, I'm the Tetris effect guy at the music festival. I'm the, the Tetris effect guy at E3. Like, yo, dude, have you tried some, I'm, have you tried I'm, some tea effect? I'm telling you, man, it is really cool in VR, though. Like, you, you think it's cool, just pancake style in VR? Pancake style, coming back. Coming back. <laughs> in VR, it's really cool, and um, it's trippy as hell. Um, so, uh, well, let's just, let's, just, let's just jump into it, since we're talking yeah. about Tetris yeah. Effect. Yeah, do it, please. Um, I... I I finally had a moment to breathe. I had a couple of days off because, you know, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I'm not going to bore the audience with my busy life lifestyle. Um, <laughs> but I got it. Since I, you I, asked. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to know about the five aspects of interviewing a customer for buying the suit? Well, let's pick four or five. Um, <laughs> uh, that's a little pre-show uh, callback. Uh, you <laughs> listeners don't get that joke. Nope. That is prime comedy. So I nobody was available to play um, a Warzone or anything, which is also another game. Nobody I asked me. Um, <laughs> it was late. It was late. I go Did to bed also... at like ten ten thirty. So like that's pretty late. It was like Did nine you o'clock. Two hundred yeah, gigabyte right? update before you. Log I got on? gigabit internet. It's like ten minutes. That's right. That's true. <laughs> Fucking Canadian. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, well, and I don't have to say Canadian. Like if I just move into the city. <laughs> I get I get internet <laughs> if I move off the airport, <laughs> literal airplane hangar. Um, but nobody wanted to play games, so I was like, "Well, shit! I have this Tetris Effect game that's downloaded. Let's let's play it." I've heard that it's it's the the pieces are trippy, the colors and the mu- like it reacts to the music. I'm like, oh, "Okay, cool." And I on a lark, I sunk up my my PC's RGB software. Um, you can. You can draw a square and it'll scan that section of your screen and match the colors. So my entire PC case was lit up and I drew a square around the like Tetris play field. And so whenever the colors would change, like my PC case would change and it's, you know, a pretty good size box. And there's, hey, I got a good size box. And there's (laughs) me too. (laughs) (laughs) You keep talking about how tall you are. Hey, there we go. so it's you know it's a, it's a good like source of light and I, I plugged in my controller and I, I cranked up the subwoofer and I sat there and I was like all right let's let's see what this game is all about play the story mode and it's Tetris there's a story mode like it has a story well it's called journey mode okay I was, I was gonna say but yeah. it's not like a narrative well I mean the, the narrative kind is of? the experience you get along <laughs> the way because no you do so each each level has a different theme the 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 pieces have a different theme there's there's trippy shit going on in the background um the music reacts to everything you do like twisting the pieces or clearing lines um and to get close to like the edge of like the top yeah and then when you you pass you know a level you go on to the next step of your journey and there's kind of like a cohesive theme but like your 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 current play field will stay and then you have to keep playing and playing oh no way um and it it does, um, but like each board, like each playfield is like drastically different. There was there was one that was like uh, like jazzy city, and you hear like you know just cityscapes, like cars driving around in the background beeping, and like every time you rotate a piece, it sounds like a 
like a jazz piano riff and the music get like keeps building and like the more like momentum you get going, like the music gets bigger and bigger. Um, there was another one where it was like this dark, um, uh, like dark metallic room with these like um, Chinese or like, you know, just that generic, like, or like, well, yeah, I guess. Okay. That generic, <laughs> <Go like, on. laughs> that generic, like Oriental dragon, you know, it's a thing you can refer to, oriental things not people okay it means it's okay <laughs> the restaurant down the street says oriental food it's okay it's run by a chinese guy you're okay shane oh man just br- bust out that <laughs> shovel and start digging buddy hey hey i was a lot worse like a year ago so <laughs> a lot worse man, um, i'm glad to see that AA is doing you real well <laughs> uh oh no two years ago man i was anyway I so it's like a like a like a chinese temple and all the pieces are these blocks of fire. And it's just, just really like, like every time you clear a field, there's like, um, like a sound of, uh, like fire blowing up and the music gets like more ramped up. There's drums. And then there's like some like electronic, like synths and baseline. And then when you pass that level, you like shoot up to this cloud stage and it's like, everything's bright and airy. And there's like all these, little islands floating around with windmills on them, kind of like that gorillas music video. And like the pieces are a different shape and color and everything is just more relaxed. And, and the whole time um, there's an airplane starting across from me. I apologize. Um, And every time there is like, every time something happens, my case like, will will change color. It'll change. My computer case will change color, change brightness and intensity. I'm sitting there. And I got my monitor and I'm playing with the controller and the subwoofer is hooked up and like the the music is stellar, absolutely stellar, mm-hmm. blew me away. And I'm, my, I'm literally mouth agape playing this game and I look down and it's two and a half hours later. <laughs> I, was oh, like, wow. I was like, holy shit. And <laughs> it's quite the journey. It, it is, it is, it is really dope. My only complaint, my only complaint is, is that like, if you don't play for a few days and you try to jump back in, they not that easy. <laughs> they drop you in at the level that you left at, so shit's hard, and you can't yeah. like mm-hmm. you can't like go back to an Build easier level. Up. Yeah, you can't go back to an easier level to like warm up because there's like, oh, you're gonna play that board again. You're still at this level, so I'm failing <laughs> a lot more because I haven't played in a week. But <clears throat> sorry, sorry, excuse me, I'm getting over um, COVID. <laughs> And oh no! No, it was, tell it was me this though. It was a joke. Read the room, Shane. <laughs> Wait a minute. There. No, it's not. No. Okay. No, not on that one. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and it is. It's on Game Pass. It's. I'm gonna say it's fucking dope. Go mm-hmm. get it. It's life changing. Life changing. Life changing. It is life changing because more so than like the new Tetris. Do you remember the new Tetris? Was that like new, new Coke? Uh, I think it was like an N64, and it I think sucked. it had no, penguins on the Tetris on the box. Trash. It's trash. No, like it was literally called the new Tetris. I don't know what's new about oh. it. I didn't have a Nintendo 64, but it's it always trash. I was like, how can there be a new Tetris? How can this is this Tetris? is there is there is no old. There is no new Tetris. There's only Tetris effect. Um, <laughs> and connect. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I even like texted the the our Discord chat. I was like, yo. Tetris effect and mm-hmm. n- nobody acknowledged it, but I was like, that doesn't matter. I'll let them know. <laughs> and I've, 
I've been to music festivals. I've seen the guy walking around like, hey, man, you want mushrooms? Have you ever tried mushrooms? Have you, have you ever heard of acid? I've done a lot of mushrooms in acid, allegedly, in the past. And this was like all the positive aspects of an alleged acid or mushroom trip without the like, you know, the potential of, oh, okay, I'm I'm dying for 18 hours. Okay, great. Mm. But this, this game <laughs> is like... What if you played this game while on mushrooms? It would be insane. I, 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 I mean... I'm also thinking of it in a VR sense. Uh, it mm-hmm. is pretty trippy. Um, I, we got to like the whales level and yeah. that was so cool and like kind of overwhelmingly cool because <laughs> I was like, I just need to watch all the stuff that's going by. Um, I can't imagine what it would be like to even be drunk <laughs> and do that. <laughs> do you have yeah. a, do you have a, do you have any Philips Hue lights or anything? Because those would also sync up with that and probably be pretty stellar. Ooh. I, I, I do not have any Philips Hue lights. I have, we've talked about this. I'm a privacy freak. So the, the led lights or the RGB lights that I have in my room are ones that I was able to like sandbox off and not Mm. like connect to anything. So I don't, I don't have any, like, Mm. I don't have any name brand RGB lights. I just have stuff that I can control from a piece of software on my phone, but like it doesn't call home and like all that stuff. So can that, uh, is is that a thing? That, is what like, a thing? The RGB lights can uh, compromise your <laughs> I don't know privacy. Oh yeah, no those 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 call home. They they call to a server like constantly. What? Yeah, what? Oh, when you tell I'm Alexa, like looking at my PC right now, like what is happening? Yeah, no, not the ones in the computer, but like your okay. your. your, your <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, what's, what's happening? I no, just no, like your Samsung Q lights or something. Ones where you're like, hey, Alexa, turn on the lights. Got like oh. Alexa's not turning on those lights. Alexa's calling the Samsung server and then telling the Samsung server to turn on your lights. Good to know. I'm like now looking at all the plugs in this room. <laughs> yeah, And that's, that's actually something that's a, a bit of concern if you buy like webcams, like IP webcams. Um, mm. they, there's a lot of them that'll just call home to some random server in China somewhere and they're just, you know, potentially open to anybody. Like, do you remember in like the early days of the internet, people would, there was, there was a way you could check and just like start watching like unsecured, like webcam security cameras. Do you guys ever remember doing that? Not doing that. (laughs) Um, I mean, yeah. Uh, I'm yeah, 4chan. Okay, I grew up on 4chan, so there was like, yo, Jake explains a lot. Yeah, no, absolutely. Slash slash beef. Yeah, Shane, have you ever identified as someone named Q by any chance? (laughs) I love Star Trek. Okay, great, cool. Yeah, good reference. (laughs) Uh, Picard. I actually met John. uh, I met John Delancey at Comic Con one year when I was young. I was like 2004, and I was like. I was like, "Hey, you kid from Star Trek?" I'm obviously a kid in like middle school. I'm like, "I love you." Can I? And he was selling autographs. Can I get one? And he's like, "Yeah, twenty bucks." And I'm like, "Cool." And I hand him a fifty. He's like, "You don't have anything smaller." Whoa! <laughs> and I was like, "Uh, uh." And my dad's like, "Man, oh, don't worry." Lance's got to break some change. <laughs> and I'm like, I have that photo, and I cherish it, and I love it, but it fucking sucks to look at it <laughs> you still have that little tainted moment yeah this was this was are you sure that's who it was <laughs> it was robert Rodgey, where you guys <laughs> um yeah it's uh um yeah that memory is 
burned into my head his stupid brown Hawaiian shirt and oh god I remember exactly oh, what geez. booth he was in it is burned he, he was at like a wow yeah it was yeah that yeah also the fact that like uh, I mean how old were you uh, it was 2004 or 5 so I was maybe like no 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 no, no. I had to have been end of middle school or beginning of high school Okay. So, it's just sad for me to I'm think I'm 32. That... I'm 32, so it was... Yeah, I'm about the same age. Um, but it, it just seems like, <laughs> at that point, the fact that he's, like, quabbling over, <laughs> like, 20... Change. You know, it's just like, yeah. oh, well, it, it's been that long, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But now he's a voice on My Little Pony, and he's, he's probably... Is he really? Oh, yeah, he's Discord on My Little Pony. He's basically playing Q, but on My Little Pony. <laughs> Trickster. So. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Tetris effect, you know, get yourself, you know, four or five grams of Tetris effect, (laughs) um, crush it up into a little tea, drink it over like 20, 30 minutes. And then, you know, just, just enjoy, go for the the ride, go for the ride. (laughs) Go on the journey. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, I feel like I'm bogarting the conversation, but the other game I've played was the call of duty Warzone um, uh, eighties action hero update. Did you buy the skins? I got I, so to to give a, a little um, preface. They, I, I get a I get a uh, an update on. I can't remember where I got the update. I read it. They added um, John McClane and John Rambo to Warzone. I think we didn't we discuss this last episode. We did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit. But it was Shit. last episode. It was coming out. Now it's out. So tell us how it is. Yes. Yeah. How um, is that John McClane skin? It is. Uh, it is really. It is really dope. Uh, they're both. Um, I was playing with my buddy Tony. Shouts out Tony H. Who's gonna hook us up with that Taylor Swift CD, which <laughs> I don't think he's gotten it yet because he hasn't. Oh, said I, I think it won't ship for a while. I haven't uh, got a shipping notice. So okay. Um, and he's like. He's like, yeah, I got Rambo. I'm like, well, I got to get McLean now. Oh, is uh, it? Do you buy them separately? It's not like a pack? No, it's separate. Like, you buy the Rambo Ooh, pack, and it's like, you get Rambo, you get a couple of guns, you get his knife, you get some finishing moves, and then you buy the McLean pack. Same deal. Like, you get McLean's, like, watch instead of a knife, and their finishing moves. Is he barefoot the whole time? Or? He's barefoot the whole time. He's in a, <laughs> he's in a wife beater. Like, everything is, um, his specific guns have, like, stuff duct taped to them. <laughs> and awesome. um he's like wearing his like like even in the 80s i think like s- straight leg suit pants with like a two inch cuff was a little bit like old man so like come on mcclain like let's update your let's update your your wardrobe um maybe um i should ask you what your hobbies and activities are and what shoes you currently own <laughs> <laughs> i would say that die hard is the movie you know how couples have like their song uh that is mark and i's song is die hard because we bonded so immensely over die hard i had just really? seen it yeah for the first time when i met him uh, like a couple days before or so and uh, we were at a comedy show where they had name tags for just uh, it was during Christmas time and they had like famous Christmas characters from movies and whatnot. Um, and <laughs> he had picked John McClane and I had picked Hans Gruber. Uh, and we just started talking incessantly about how great that movie was 
Um, that is that is that's how we met. Disgustingly sweet. I know, right? <laughs> and now I want to see if there's like a, a fan fiction of McGru- McGruber, Hans Gruber, <laughs> and McLean. McGruber. <laughs> um, um, that's their couple name. Yeah. Hans Gruber and John McLean. It's McGruber. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Rambo looks. It's a first blood Rambo, so not when which which is a really like Rambo first blood is a like a, a, a an action drama. It's really like an intense story about somebody with PTSD coming back totally. from the war. Mm-hmm. And then Rambo 2 was like very different. It's like go to the <laughs> fucking desert and kill the Mujahideen. It's like, yeah, where are we going? <laughs> um so luckily it's first blood Rambo. The only the the character models are great. Everything is cool. The only gripe that I have is that the voice lines obviously sound like they are pulled from like a VHS tape or something. No way. <laughs> it's, oh, no. Like they're just, they weren't given like masters or anything like, yo, you can pull it from the DVD or, or whatever. <laughs> so the voice lines sound like low quality and they, um, for, for, uh, for McLean, they have to, they like cut one of his lines um, in half. So he's like, yeah, I'll find a place. Like, like, like he's like the full line is like, I'll find a place somewhere. I'll do this, blah, 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 blah. Like when you, um, but then when you mark like a location, he just says, I'll find a place. And it just sounds no. like, a, yeah, it just sounds like a sentence oh. cut off. Oh. And the worst is Rambo's. He's, he's like, I found something. There's something over there. Oh, we gotta go get, like, he's whispering the whole time. Cause all of his lines in the movie are like yeah. in the woods whispering. Yeah. And, and he doesn't have a lot of lines in that movie, except for like the big monologue at the end. So then it's whispers or does he say they drew first blood? Um, does he say that? Oh, I, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Probably, probably. And it's either that or him going. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh man! So like, I was playing with my buddy Tony. He's like, "Yo, this Rambo skin's dope, but the voice lines are whack." <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, like McLean has like funny stuff, like, like, yeah, we'll come over here, we'll have a party, we'll have a good time, and like, you know, I'm the police dickhead. Come out to the coast, yeah, yeah. And then Rambo's like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he's I just found, a muppet. <laughs> I, I found something for you. <laughs> but like, it's, how, how much is each character? Too much. <laughs> too much. No, um, yeah. It's it's twenty four hundred um, cod for points. one. <laughs> what the fuck? That's like, isn't a isn't a battle pass like a thousand? Yeah, that's yeah. like that's two and a half seasons of battle pass for for one character with bad voice lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. That's Derek's I was thinking about buying down. one, but now I'm not gonna. <laughs> it's it, speaking it, of my which, limit was the 1600 cod points that are still in my account. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's it was it was it was worth it to me. Like I was like, okay, this is cool. I, I John McClane jumping out of the back of a helicopter in the beginning with with Rambo. Like, come on, that's just like in the movie. It, yeah, it's that is based as fuck. <laughs> amazing and the, awesome. the 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 that cream of the crop the cream of the crop is that they replaced uh the communications building with nakatomi tower i was wondering if I they heard, did that I okay remember cool. that yeah and they've actually put a lot of like free content into um into the uh into the game can and you go in the air ducts or anything or? you can you can go literally everywhere 
Um, that's pretty cool. Like the, so there's, there's things that you can do in the tower. There's like little quests, um, outside, like little contracts you can start. If you go into the sub basement parking garage, you can start a, an event where like waves of terrorists will come at you. And if you, (laughs) if you, if you you kill them all, you get a a key card that opens the vault and you can go up to the roof and there's, um, like these nine packets of C4 you have to disarm. And if you start disarming them, like a helicopter shows up and like will attack you and like try to prevent you from doing it. And each of the f- like significant floors from the movie are in in the the wow. building, and they're super detailed, like super super detailed. And awesome. um, it's like you know, it's on the thirtieth floor, uh, which is like where the the vault was, and everything is super super detailed. Um, and it's like it's like a Call of Duty. Oh, am I boring you, <laughs> Derek? Apparently, no, <laughs> no. Um, just couldn't help it. He's just trying to get some air into those lungs. Yeah, it's like a Call of Duty multiplayer map that is just plopped down in battle royale. That's awesome. is it like super packed all the time? Then it's bedlam. It's absolutely. I don't chaos. doubt that. Yeah, yeah. Going for the gold. <laughs> 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 Hello everyone. That's my my dad's debut on Geekscape Games. So yeah, um, there you go. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Okay. He'll he'll be joining um, us in two weeks to talk about Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Oh. oh, he didn't know I was doing the podcast. Why am I sitting here at the table talking into a microphone? <laughs> Derek, I'm gonna need you to isolate that little <laughs> thing and make that one of the like record scratch type sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> he had a he had a packet of of gold brand butter. <laughs> Yes. So, um, amazing. Um, actually, yeah, my dad's been playing Flight Sim 2020 all weekend, and I've had oh, I've had Derek and my coworker come up to be like, "Yo, man, so you're playing a lot of Flight Sim this weekend?" <laughs> and I was like, That's "No, that was my that was my dad." So, um, yeah, um, we'll we'll have him on in two weeks to talk about Flight Sim. So, <laughs> that's it. That's that's the games I've been playing. That's it. That's it. Oh. So that's the show. That's, it. <laughs> that's, that's it. the show. Derek, what are you playing? <clears throat> yeah, I've been playing quite a bit. Um, for the you know my biweekly Mass Effect Legendary Edition update, I finished Mass Effect Two. Uh, and did, did it, you punch the reporter? No, I'm not punching. I'm like not a dick. Could you? So. Could you like never do that? Like even if like you went back specifically to make that option, could you not do it? Well, like, I, how many reporters are there? I feel like there's. I don't know. <laughs> it's not something that's come up a lot in the game. <laughs> she 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 shows up once in each game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I've generally been. I feel like if I wasn't addicted to her in the first game, it would seem out of place for my character to do it in the later games. So. And here, hey, here's here's the thing. Eggs, yeah. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. The 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 gripe that I have with that particular instance is, and I think like Mass. Not sorry to to Buffalo the conversation, but I think one of my one of my pro- problems with Mass Effect One is that you'd pick something that was like not the paragon or the renegade option but it ends up being really aggressive either way Mm. (laughs) yeah and in that conversation you have like the the paragon option and the renegade option i picked the end this conversation which was neutral and 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 then when he's like i'm sick and tired of disingenuous accusations and then punches her i was like yo (laughs) that is not neutral (laughs) 
I'm going to take the passive way. Oh, I'm punching her anyway? Okay, cool. Okay, that's all right. So continue, Derek. I, I apologize. Yeah, two two was a blast. Two was, uh, it, you know, one felt super clunky in a lot of ways, even with the legendary distance changes. Definitely not unplayable. And I definitely, like, was fascinated by the story that it was telling. Um, but I was so happy to see some of the changes that were made into um, just not even from things like not having to manage inventory, uh, which was a nightmare because there was like four guns in the first one, but they're all right. like, it's like Reaper, Reaper five, Reaper six, Reaper seven, like, uh, and they're just like slightly different. And you're like, well, what's, and there's no way to come. I can't remember if there was no way to compare them or what, but anyways, there were so many positive changes. It really was, different too in that like i didn't especially coming from andromeda which was my first mass effect game which had you know the open world driving around the planet sections which one Mm -hmm. also had i was pretty surprised to not really see those at all in in mass effect 2 um uh and and then now i'm playing three and and they haven't been a thing there either so it's it's interesting that they disappeared for two games and then uh uh, bioware montreal or whatever decided to bring them back but Mm. uh it it was super interesting in that it felt like unlike the first game which felt i i think it told almost a bigger story but the characters were far less interesting and far less developed like the Mm. entirety of two felt like assemble this team and do all these things to make them happy. And the, and the character missions are like super interesting and, and, and largely like the best part of that game, but it felt really felt like it was like assemble the team so that you can do this one big mission. And that was really cool. And that was really different. And, and the way that they kind of made it pay off was pretty cool because the whole time I'm like, well, I like this person and I like this person. So I'm just going to take them with me the whole time. So why do I even need any of these other people? <laughs> um, that obviously makes a lot more sense once you go into, uh, I don't want to spoil anything. Cause I feel like a lot of people are probably playing these games for the first time. But once you, once you approach the end of the game, it doesn't feel like it was for nothing. And, and it was never for nothing because they're, you know, even if I didn't care about the characters, they're, like crew missions were interesting um in any case uh but it all makes a lot more sense afterwards um and then what, it, it, what crew do you usually pick like who do you um, in in mass effect 2 i picked kasumi kasumi <laughs> a lot <laughs> i i'm i'm like really into mass effect 3 now so i forgot everything about mass effect 2 but, <laughs> okay guys uh, i'm pretty sure kasumi's a a, a dead or alive character no, are you, playing a, are you playing a lot of uh, extreme volleyball? It's been a, it's been a minute one. since I hit Mass Effect. Kasumi, so sure. Kasumi is definitely a uh, a character in Mass Effect Two. Um, she is like she's like really stealthy, and she does this like shadow move where she like disappears and then like shows up behind uh, the guys and like kills Snaps them. Cool. Um, and she had a really interesting. Her crew mission was super interesting in that she was you like go to this like party and are kind of like you can kind of have to like infiltrate the safe that has like a lot of like biometric things on it that, that you have to unlock. Um, and cause she's trying to find like this box that like contains like the essence of, of this person that she loved type thing. So she was super interesting um, for, for a long time too. Cause I was really surprised coming into two, you know, I thought that might, my squad i thought the squad would just come with you i thought it would be like the same squad. Um, and so I was really surprised when it wasn't. And then for a lot of the game, like it's almost right until you get to the end, there's like one spot left in, in the crew. And I'm like, you know, some of the other characters have kind of popped in and out, like from the first game. And like, it has to be, you know, it seemed like Liara had a bigger, 
um, chunk in the game because you see her on a planet and you do a few things for her. And I'm like, oh, once we like wrap her shadow broker stuff up, she's definitely that last party member. Mm. Um, and then that was not the case <laughs> case oh. at all. <laughs> um, she was also the the one that I had romance in the first game. So <laughs> I denied all romance in the second game because I'm like, once she joins my crew, we're going to get back together. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> I love, and then that I love the plotting. Of yeah. This. Yeah. And then that didn't happen at all. So, yo, you um, would you would love Dead or Alive Extreme Volleyball, then. <laughs> I mean, who would? Who would? <laughs> um, but then there's like characters like like Jacob. I didn't give a shit about. So like, as soon as it was, he was like no longer, I no longer had to take him because I had more than two people. I no longer took him. I still feel like I am missing one aspect of um, Mass Effect Andromeda, which was like when you're out in the world, when you're out doing stuff, like your characters talk to each other, like constantly, like there's constantly stories being told. There's constantly like things that are being shared between each other that are totally different depending on who you bring with you. Um, and it just doesn't happen in these games. There's a little bit more of it in three, but um, that was a, an aspect of Mass Effect Andromeda that really had me taking, like I was mixing up my crew all the time because I was super interested in this like world building and this lore that they were sharing and and it just doesn't seem to happen here. So it was like, I like these guys the best. I'm going to take them with me. Grunt mm. was really cool. Jack was really cool. Uh, Zaid, I did not give a shit about him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they, it, was, it was a fantastic game. It had a superb ending and then it must have I feel like for people that played these games when they came out, it must have been tough to wait for the next one because I was like, oh, the credits have finished rolling and I finished the, all the DLC that sounds interesting. Oh, let's start Mass Effect 3 now. <laughs> and like to not have to wait several years uh, to, to, to start the next game is just feels great. Um, yeah. Mass Effect 3 starts <laughs> off with a bang like it. It is. It, it is like I, I, I right now I think Mass Effect 3 I'm enjoying more than I enjoyed Mass Effect 2 I know a lot of people have problems with the ending which I don't think I'm near at this point um, <laughs> I don't think I'm laughing? near the end uh, it's just like I don't think I'm near it at this point no like I, I don't know how I don't know how far along the game I am but I have like a number of the best missions that I've played in any of these games have happened in Mass Effect 3 and also things like Shepard can run for more than four seconds and she can like roll now and like the cover system has been improved again um, nice. and like the weapon mods and stuff that you get like it's it's I, it's a lot less RPG ish you know they, they move away from that a little bit more in each game but excuse me but overall I think that the um, the experience has been and the, the graphics were hugely improved in Mass Effect 3 as well um, oh Good to know. Which I mean, shouldn't matter, but like, I don't know. There's been like no new games for for these brand new consoles I spent <laughs> a lot of money on. So like, for this one to look pretty good and and it looks fairly modern, um, I would say it, it feels feels good. Um, That's great. Yeah, yeah. So aside from that, um, yeah, Mass Effect's kind of been taking a lot of my time. Uh, but on May 21st, this game called Knockout City dropped, and yeah. it has been ruling my fucking life. I was curious um, about that. I mean, Brie Larson was playing it. I was like, Brie Larson's really? playing this. I gotta play this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was like, it was one of those games. Like, I just remember reading like an Xbox blog post about it because it was, you know, it came came to Game Pass at launch. Uh, mm. They did an event called this called the Block Party for the first ten days. So regardless of the platform you were playing it on, you could play it for free. Um, see if you like it. And then I think it's like a twenty dollar purchase or something mm. like that. But it is like a, um, it's like a multiplayer only like different modes so it's like one verse one or three verse three or four verse four verse four but it's like competitive like silly dodgeball, dodgeball. Yeah, yeah yeah and so um <laughs> dodgeball 
yeah. dodgeball. Yeah, but it's it's like a battle royale, but a dodgeball. So like it's kid friendly, so you, you can put it on the switch. You know, you it's, can play with it. Yeah, it's it's like an all age thing. Um, kids kind of suck at it, from what I've gathered in the twenty five hours that I've played it. I can't believe I played it for so long. Um, <laughs> Derek's out there just poning kids, <laughs> and Take now that. the and now the like oh, and there's like so many cosmetics and stuff that you can unlock, and there's no like the 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 kind of leveling and battle pass system is not locked behind like another payment or anything like that. Um, Twenty four hundred. So, cod point payment no cod points no cod points you can save those for for john rambo um but yeah it's it's and now they've launched like the first season so there's uh uh like competitive modes you can you can play ranked and get like different rewards at the end of it but yeah like me like even michaela who's like like she's she gets quite into certain games but it's like really hard to get her like interested in a game so Mm -hmm. in the first weekend that it came out it dropped on May 21st, um, which was a Friday. And by the Monday, we had both put in like more than 20 hours into the game. Nice. Um, and and another friend of ours is like within a week, he had played 40, 40 hours of this game. <laughs> um, and it's just that like, good, huh? yeah, it's it's a blast. It's super simple to like, it's one of those things that it's like, there's there's a lot of like advanced things you can do and, and some kind of advanced strategies. But um, there, there, there's a few training levels. And once you're through those, like you can just jump into matches. And, and it's one of those things where I feel like even when you're, uh excuse me even when you're losing um it's it's like pretty fun uh oh i do like that yeah and lots of variety and like lots of like again lots of cosmetics and stuff that you can unlock um you know this they have these things called contracts which give you when you complete them by doing certain things you get a bunch more experience and every level you get like different cosmetics and stuff um really easy to like you you can you can create like a crew for instance and so it's like a basically a badge on your name like you'd have in in call of duty or in a lot of games but you you can get additional like experience by playing with your crew and that sort of stuff so um you know i might jump on the xbox and be like oh i'm gonna play mass effect and then like you know, see my friend playing and instead I'll jump on and play that type thing, which is, um, and it's, I've even jumped into it a few times without, uh, and you know, usually I'm, I'm not a big multiplayer guy. Usually I only play multiplayer with people that I like know for real. Um, mm. and otherwise I just ignore those modes. I've jumped into several matches on my own when other people weren't playing. So I feel like that's really saying something. Um, mm. it's getting a lot of buzz. I think it's been a freaking blast. I, I like, I can't wait. Michaela's like, on a work set right now i can't wait for it to be finished so that i can <laughs> uh, so that we can so we can like Come put a much more time so into this play. game um <laughs> they've also changed uh, after the block party thing happened they've changed uh things up a bit and so now regardless of platform so it's on playstation pc uh switch and xbox um you can regardless of platform you can download the game and play for free up to level 25 uh so it gives you a decent like that's a good few hours so definitely enough time that you'd know if you enjoy the game to the point where it's worth 20 dollars or not um but yeah i i could not recommend it more at this point i'm totally in love with it uh it's super simple to get into super addicting it's like one of those things where you know matches are like anywhere from like five to 15 minutes and it's mm. one of those things where you're just like oh just one more game just one more game over yeah. and over and over again so um knockout city it's r- like ruling and ruining my life currently so <laughs> i would definitely be done mass effect 3 had this game not come out that's hilarious that's awesome okay. yeah, yeah i'm definitely gonna have to check that out it sounds yeah. right up my alley I, yeah i couldn't recommend it more it's super fun um it's this is like an offshoot story but like one of the mechanics in the game is like if someone throws a ball at you and you time it correctly you can catch the ball and like throw it back at them and if you do like a perfect catch so if you try to if you manage to like catch it right before it would hit you uh it has like a certain level of like charge to it so then you can Mm. throw it right back at them and it like goes faster um what if they catch it back 
Pardon me, sorry. What if so you let let's say you perfect catch it? You yeah. Check it back at them. What yeah. if they ca- can they if catch they it? They perfect catch it. So there's like so then if they then throw it, it'll come back you even at, back at you even, even faster. faster. There's like <gasps> several levels of charge. So sometimes you get into these like intense little like back and forth for sure. You can also like if you click in the right stick uh, on Xbox, I'm sure it's the same on other platforms, but you can like fake throw so you won't actually throw it. And then uh-huh. the catch has a little bit of a cooldown. So if they if they try to catch it but you didn't actually throw it, and then you throw it really quickly, they might not they might physically not be able to catch it because the cooldown hasn't happened yet so there's like a lot of like strategy in that uh you can like also like if you do that you can do like there's like a flip button and if you throw it while you're flipping it's like a lob shot so you can like throw kind of up to a different level or throw over things and and that sort of stuff so there's like a lot of little things you can do um what i was gonna say is one of the things that was a little bit tough with this game uh i i got you know, a week after the game came out, I got a, a different television. I replaced my TV um, and it's a TV with like super, super low uh, input lag. And so I had to like, I was for the first like few days after getting this new TV, my, I could not catch a freaking ball because the timing was different. Oh, um, that's and so, hilarious. Yeah. It took like forever. I feel like to, to get to the point where I had like retrained my reaction, retrained my brain to, to the point where I could like do catches and do perfect catches on this new TV. Um, yeah, that it's it was super frustrating. <laughs> Very uh, nice TV yeah. though, so I'm super into it. But it was, I've, uh, it I've was been, a good few hours. I've been in that situation with competitive counter strike when I got a, um, um, like a like a newer monitor yeah. or or like get a like new mouse or like retune my settings like your muscle memory oh yeah 100% is, totally is different yeah. off. that's that's funny yeah yeah super fun game though um uh yeah couldn't recommend it couldn't so recommend who it. who the hell's been playing biomutant i i have let's <laughs> talk because this game looks amazing it, it looks dope uh and it you know, hmm. well, hold on. Right. Hold on. <laughs> you, you sound like you're going to turn me down for a second date. Uh, it is. Uh, yeah. If, uh, you know, you know, not you that I've been turned down really for great. a second date. Never. Of by course anybody not. ever. But then at the end of the date, you got super drunk and it was like, well, I have a bad taste <laughs> in my mouth. Um, yeah. It's not, and I'm, I'm not that far into the game. I got it over the weekend. I was very excited about it because it looks dope as hell. And it, the gameplay is dope as hell when you get to it. It's just, there's so much narration and it's not necessarily just at the top, at the top you, you do combat stuff. So you get used to the controls, which is great. Um, it's just when you finally kind of emerge from this certain area and come back to this <laughs> land that apparently you used to be from, you get just chucked right into a rodent, race war and like you have to choose a side pretty quickly and i'm like i'm just getting used to this i don't know what's happening Isn't that how skyrim um, started I, a bit yeah a bit but like there's still like you still had some more options it's just there's there's a really great voiceover artist who um basically narrates the entire thing and he's fantastic his voice is amazing but every character has like their own language and he has to narrate for every character um and it just, it takes a long time because they'll have this whole long dialogue thing and then he'll translate it. <laughs> oh my gosh, really? Yeah. And then like, you've got these like uh, different like option branches that, and I'm like, I, I just want to fight now. <laughs> like I just like the fighting is cool. And um, I, I will say that like initially maybe it was just, I was a little bit tired or whatever, but like, it felt like some of the controls were a little bit delayed and I was like, Ooh, this seems I, odd. I have heard, I've, uh, I've heard about that. What are you playing it on? 
I'm playing a PlayStation Four. Okay, yeah, I've heard that that there is like some performance dip issues. Yeah, yeah, and I will say, like, when I first turned it on and I I got into it, um, I thought. I thought I was playing on the PS5. Like the graphics were really great. Mm. Um, and you know, the detail was really pretty. Like it, it was, it's a gorgeous game. I just want to get to that part <laughs> where I'm looking at it and I'm fighting and I'm like traveling around, but it's just like, I'm going through all these dialogue branches and I'm just like, I, I don't. So is, is what's occurring like narrative wise that's taking so long? Is it at least interesting? It's just that there's too much of it or, or is it something I, where you're not super invested in it right now? So it just feels like too much. Well, I feel like they could have done like a cut scene in the beginning just to kind of place me in the world. Okay. Um, it, but it starts off with like the the battle and the combat and like a little bit of the narration. Oh, really? And I'm like, I'm so into it. But then as soon like I have to travel, you basically have to make one one major decision. Will, will you side with this group of people or well, this like group s- of people at the very beginning? Is it just beginning? two at the start? I remember from the trailer yeah. that there was like, there's like six factions or something like that. There are. There are, but like you initially just start off with like two. Okay. Um, and you just kind of have to decide which way you want to go in a branch of the road, which is fine. Um, and then like I came across these two like feuding people and I didn't know which side was which because I hadn't really met them yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I like tried to help out, but I didn't know what was going on. And then I was like, okay, screw it. I'm just going to go meet this like head honcho, um, this Sifu, um, and, and talk to him. And then it was just it was just so much dialogue. And I, even Mark was watching me play and he's like, God, get on with it. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm, I mean, I will play more. It was just like, after like a week of just like running all these games and doing all this other stuff. And like, I was like, I'm very excited for this gorgeous looking game that feels like, like Bioshock meets Moss meets, um, I will say, what was the game? Um, uh, the Will of the Wisps, um, Ori, Ori, Ori and the Blind. Okay, yeah. It feels like they stole the story of Ori in the Blind Forest with this like life giving tree, <laughs> like straight from that game. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this sounds familiar. Uh, I, I think there's more to it. I really do think that there's more to it. And if I just keep playing, hopefully I'll get to the actual like totally game. But it, it feel it's very dense right now uh, with dialogue and just some guy translating every rodent um, <laughs> you're talking to. They've they've uh, they've had a huge um, like PR push. They're getting um, some pretty big name like YouTubers and streamers to play it. Like at like sure. paying them pl- to play it. So it looks that dope. Looks dope. I mean, it, it is. And when you get to the combat, it's cool. It's fun. It's just, it's like, then all of a sudden you're just like in this sea of dialogue. Yeah. It's, it's interesting too. Cause I feel like it, like, I don't recall seeing or hearing anything about it until like a month ago. And then I yeah. feel like it popped up everywhere and it looks, it looks super interesting. Like if I, yeah. you know, if, it, if I wasn't like the past month has been huge and we've had things like resident evil village and we've had things like the mass effect legendary edition and now in like nine days we've got the new ratchet and clank coming out like if mm-hmm. i if we weren't in this like sea of big releases after such a lull i would definitely be jumping on this game because it looks fascinating it yeah. definitely chose a poor time to come out surrounded by all of those games plus several others that i'm probably not thinking of but it is great was because it? it's not it's not a remake you know it's an original Absolutely, story yeah. which like i think that was smart of them at least in marketing uh because that was that was the big sell for me because i was like this is like yeah this isn't a, a rebranding this is it then you're like, like let me turn the story off and just play the game 
Essentially. I was like, I feel like this was should be a little bit more open world. It felt very on the rails. Like, it sure. was like, you just go here, you go there. And then, like, and I, was like I, I just want to get to the part where I'm in the open world and just exploring everything and kind of, because I thought it was going to be a little more Horizon Zero Dawn-ish, where, you know, you have all these different factions, but, like, you kind of explore that story as you go. Yeah. And this just feels like so front loaded. Wasn't this, wasn't this like a game that's been out for a while and then suddenly you got like a was big, it? like up. I could have sworn that. No, it, it just launched. Uh, I could have yeah, sworn it was. I feel like it was just released like this week. Uh, yeah. It's in the last like week or two for sure. Um, I do want to say, uh, uh, I Googled, I was looking for the release date because I, I could have sworn it was, it's been out for like a while. Um, but uh, uh, latest Biomutant update trims the tutorial and shushes the narrator. <laughs> oh, for real? 11 yes. hours ago. Okay. Well, I'm, uh, I'm going to turn on the PlayStation and <laughs> make sure that update goes. Because that Bio would be mutant, great. Biomutant patch makes tutorial better and lets you turn okay. off the narrator. I mean, cool. I, I, like, I like his voice. He's a great voiceover actor. Um, I find him very soothing. It's just like, good God. It's like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> let me get to the game okay well that's good okay that's that's very exciting <laughs> yeah. i'm probably gonna turn that on tonight <laughs> <laughs> so i think uh game of the year biomutant yeah game of the year yeah. Biomutant. there's there, there's um i'm getting whenever i see like footage of this game like the shaders and the, the light refraction and the like ray tracing like the 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 rendering of light reminds me of, of like a game that's coming out or is like just out called Necromunda. Um, completely that. different like vibes. This is a, sure. a Necromunda is a Warhammer 40 K game. Um, and I really, like I want to play both of them because they, they both yeah. look, look really gorgeous. And I'm like, I love the lore for Warhammer 40 K is nuts absolutely nuts <laughs> like there's there's stuff going deep and I'm, uh, I'm gonna try to get this uh get get that game and play it for the next show because it looks um i love the 40k like i w- i love warhammer 40k like that grimdark sci-fi stuff but I, I don't like the warhammer fantasy and apparently they put more money into the warhammer fantasy games than the 40k games but i'll uh, i'll pick i'll pick up necromunda and and give you give you a full review give us the full review yeah uh <clears throat> guys, guys want to talk about some news real quick let's do it um sure. i the the one big thing that i saw <clears throat> or that i was uh, like up to date on was the uh, the new amd um Dang, I uh, thought he was going to talk about Battlefield. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Uh, no. No new no new Battlefield news until June no. 9th. But but we haven't done the Battlefield 6 bi-weekly leaky speaky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, That's a great segment title. <laughs> uh, you can you can you can edit that 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 title down. Um which I <laughs> I like it. You just need like a drop of like water just like, you know, <laughs> just yeah. like leaky speaky. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, there was um I, I have a personal gripe with you derek uh, what else is oh, new oh, <laughs> and um i i just watched the amd like computex like press conference yeah and uh i i put it in the show notes i neglected to provide a link i figured putting like a 30 minute youtube video would have been you know inappropriate i could have just talked <laughs> about the the good stuff but you put a link in there to to it in, yeah, in the show your notes. favorite website theverge.com no 
<laughs> also, the links are for for co-hosts, but also when I if you ever look at the post on Geekscape.net after it goes up, I link to each of these stories, and if you don't provide a link, it won't fit in with the rest of the stories that have links. So I just had to find something, and I know you love The Verge, so I just jumped on The Verge. Yeah. Dot com. Neelai Patel. Uh, we have a, a personal beef. I've, I've met him. Okay. You know what's at the top of the, the Verge article as well is a four-minute video that tells you all about AMD Fidelity <laughs> FX Super Resolution. Okay, but it's still like youtube.com slash The Verge. Um, we'll, 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 go, we'll go through it real quick. So... No, it's on. It's, the video is am, on. I just clicked on it. It's article. AMD's official channel. Okay. You're wrong. Right. Well, there's multiple things <laughs> that I wanted to talk about. The big, the big thing that I thought was really interesting was the. Um, so there's there's two there's two types of CPUs. There's there's some with integrated graphics, and then there's ones that you require dedicated GPU. Katie, you just recently built a computer, so you're probably familiar with. Oh, you need a graphics card. Yeah, exactly. To run this. I am familiar. I'm familiar with <laughs> yeah. all of this in that I can't use any of it. <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> um, and in the AMD uh, camp for it, they call this their their CPUs with integrated graphics. They call them APUs, like advanced processing unit. But they also they ha- the college I went to. <laughs> yeah, really. You went to the advanced processing unit? No, I went to Azusa Pacific University. Azusa. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Such a funny name. Um, Actual town, yeah. Yeah, I I figured. And uh, because there's a university there, I figured figured it's a town. Anyway, (laughs) back to the show. They, um, there's been a stopgap. Well, not really a stopgap. There hasn't been, there's been a gap in their product lineup um, this generation starting in November. They haven't had any uh, CPUs with um, integrated graphics. And like, like, like I said, and you said, you recently built a computer, you probably recognize like all, all the new AMD processors you need a GPU for. Mm-hmm. And so they just announced their APUs and they are shockingly good um, for their their prices. Um, uh, very, very, very competitive. Like it basically like saying like Intel, good fucking luck. Um, <laughs> they, um, they're, the CPU itself is on par with some of their flagship CPUs that are out right now. Um, plus they have like a two gigahertz um, GPU built into them and those will come out in August. But the, um, um, uh, they, they basically, they've done this thing where they've done, they call it 3d cache stacking, but realistically they just stacked two like levels of dies on top of each other onto the, the actual CPU like die itself. But they've, they were uh, essentially have been able to double the onboard cache for the CPU, which is like huge, huge. So you can, so the CPU can start caching in instructions, much more stuff, much, much more stuff, (laughs) much Um, more stuff more frequently. The, um, the big, like, you know, mic drop moment is they've, they've been talking about this, this product called, well, it's, an algorithm called Fidelity FX Super Resolution, which is their answer to NVIDIA's DLSS, which I believe Derek has um, a... I have an um, article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. getting DLSS. And the the elevator pitch on that is it is, it'll render the... Say you have like older, slower hardware and you want to play it in 4K. Well, it'll render it in like 1080p and then use... AI or machine learning to upscale it to 4K at a significantly less like performance hit. And AMD hasn't had an answer to DLSS or DLSS 2. 
and then come out and said, oh, we're working on this, you know, yada, 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 it's coming out. Well, they announced it and they, uh, and the thing with the thing with these types of algorithms is that the game developers have to put it into their game. And it was Fidelity FX is not on par with NVIDIA's product, but they have like a really big crutch where they're like, okay, we're, we're releasing this, this software product. It's open source and it will support all of our GPUs plus all of NVIDIA's GPUs. And, and then going back to even like the 1060 NVIDIA GPU, which is, doesn't have DLSS like 1.1 capabilities. And, Mm. Even Intel is like, hey, we uh, we might get on board with this Fidelity FX thing, like for for our integrated graphics. So it's it's like it's a big deal. It might not be as good, but the you know the market penetration is going to be be nuts, nuts. And I'm I'm ready to see this feature come out because it'll if you're playing non like multiplayer games, um, you know, like ones you need like zero like input lag, it'll be a a really great. Um, it it adds a lot of life and features to older hardware that's been kind of like, you know, you, people are stuck with these older cards because it's impossible to get new ones. Uh, Miss Katie can uh, can attest to that. Boy, have you, can I. Yeah. Have you been, no, sh- it, have it, you been shopping lately? I've been trying to. It's just I can't find anything. At least that's compatible. <laughs> it's just or it's like a million dollars. And it sucks, too, because... <laughs> I like I'm trying to play like some games and <laughs> I just started playing like Mass Effect just because I was like or not Mass Effect sorry um uh, Half Life and I was just like you know this these graphics probably like Mass or uh, Half Life One and <laughs> these graphics <laughs> feel appropriate for this right now <laughs> like yeah. it's the only thing that'll keep up um yeah no it's it sucks not having that that GPU um it and I'm just I'm I'm. I'm being patient. <laughs> what what can you can. do on the PC with, with like, like with just My the integrated card? Job? Is it good enough to play anything? <laughs> no, I, I tried Fortnite and it doesn't work. It, like it crashed on me. I was like, come on. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I haven't played it. I, I played Among Us. Uh, so there's, there's that. Um, <laughs> A calculator can run Among Us. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, I wonder if people do, do students have to like have TI-89 type calculators because you could totally just get an app for that now, can't you? So those freaking that's calculators a, were so expensive. But we always Derek, put Mario on those. <laughs> yo, yeah, or Block Dude. Yeah, Block, <laughs> block Dude. dude. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, but, but speaking of that, um, that's that was one of the things that I was going to bring to the table was that uh, it was just released that Nvidia is doing a DLSS update for No Man's Sky, which is going to be so freaking cool to see but it's also going to be vr supported oh which yeah that's unreal it's the biggest like i i feel like so many people slept on this game no man's sky is so much fun it's so whimsical um i i had a blast playing this i think i played this on the game pass over the summer mm. um because it was free and i was so into this game i loved the comedy of it um does does it have it's very Borderlands story. Yeah, go ahead. Um, like I played, I, I bought into the hype and played a bit of No Man's Sky at launch and fell mm. out of it super quickly, of course. Because and it's, I, I understand it's like completely different game at this point. Is there like a, a narrative or anything to this game at this point, or? Yeah, I mean, as long as I'm thinking of the the same uh, game that I think I am, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I am thinking of the right game where you 
basically crash land onto this crazy planet and then like you have to like basically re- reassemble your ship <laughs> am i thinking of the same fucking game or am i thinking of something different um i mean that also sounds like the outer worlds so oh my god it's outer worlds god damn it Oh, you gotta be kidding me! I'm totally thinking Outer Worlds. Yo, a gamer yeah. moment right there. That uh, is to, to answer your question. It's questions. like a similar. It's a similar. Oh man, I even tweeted so excited about this. <laughs> I I was so excited because I was like, there's this like jumping mechanic, and I was like, oh my god, in VR, that's gonna be insane. <laughs> Yo, you just pulled a Shane like J.J. Abrams level. Yeah, I did. No, yo, man, I'm so pissed about that. (laughs) Oh, I was so excited. Like I was legitimately like jumping up and down. Mark's like, "What is this game?" And I was like, "You saw me play it. It's so fun. It's Borderlandsy. It's like, but it's like in space and it's got these crazy aliens. Oh, it's so that game is so. Damn it." It looks almost the same. I've totally written an article about this on one of the gaming websites. I oh hope I goodness. was thinking of the same game. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's more work for the editors. Uh, oh, that's hilarious. I, not recently, but yeah. <laughs> that's really that's, funny. That is, Damn it. That is bonkers. I'm, oh, man. Oh, I'm so sad. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, who gives a fuck then? <laughs> <laughs> no Man's Sky was boring. Uh, <laughs> what am I? Uh, yeah, I, no, you're totally right. Derek, you you fell off of it pretty quick because you were just kind of bored. Well, and and that, the game was at that point. Of, of course, it was so controversial and was not sure. the game at all that they kind of said that Projected, they would deliver. Yeah, but yeah. now they've brought it to that point and surpassed it even, and everybody loves it now. And it's such a, a, a an amazing comeback story. I think I and oh, I'm yeah. super interested in it, but I I don't know. I don't know if it's because of, of what I had played, which again, I shouldn't be like basing it on because it's, it seems unrecognizable. I don't know. I just like getting dropped into like an open world game with like out a story to kind of carry you through sure. yeah. um, is like, sometimes I struggle with open world games from the get go anyways. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think I would definitely need like a, a decent narrative to, there, um, to be able to jump back into in. it. Yeah. There is a, a pretty intense narrative. Okay. Um, like, without getting like too far into it, there's a lot of like, like there's a lot of like references to the Bible and there's like Bible analogs, um, you know, not like, you know, come to Jesus, but like the stories of, you know, the, sure. The the 16 judges and, you know, the tower of Babel and, you know, the, the, um, the, uh, the, the, uh, the penitent thief and the God, what's, who was the other guy on the other cross next to the, 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 the one guy, Anyway, irrespective, there's a lot of like, 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 um, you know, Bible, not Bible. Anyway, you get the point. You get the point. But there is, there is a story, a pretty <laughs> in-depth story. Um, and it's, it's totally a, like, I haven't played it, but like, it's totally up my alley when it comes to like screwing with like the player and stuff mm. like that. Um, and you're, you, you hit a really good point that there is a, it is a huge comeback story because they, you know, they were getting demolished, like demolished in, in the press when it came out. And they went like radio silent for months. And the um, who's the guy that that head headed that studio? Sean oh, something. Yeah, yeah, Sean Murray, Sean Murray. He um, he did a GDC like uh, talk where he, he said, OK, we went radio silent. I got all like social media and responses forwarded to my phone directly. So I was reading everyone's every complaint everyone had. And he gets into this long, um, um, 
he talked about how they collected the data and uh, said like, okay, we have a lot of people that, that want this feature, but they have like, you know, 15 minutes of game time. So they aren't a valuable data point. These people have like hours and hours and hours and they want this. So, you know, we're going to do that. And he, uh, he told everyone like, all right, don't read the news. Just let's just work on the game. Let's just work on the game. And we're going to start putting updates out and we're going to, we're going to do what we do best. And, code and make a game and so if you can check out his gdc um talk one thing that what one thing that i found out was um there was a flood and their studio was completely flooded like in feet of water and they lost they lost a lot of stuff during like like during like the the crunch time so there was they got they got screwed but check out his gdc talk it's really really enlightening and it kind of Makes okay. you rethink the whole No Man's Sky um, story thing. Okay. So yeah. So anyway. So in Outer Worlds no is what? not getting and DLSs. It's, it's not that. It was Journey to the Savage Planet. Was what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. So it wasn't even Outer Worlds. I was also bored by Outer Worlds. Uh, <laughs> that was fine. No, but Journey to the Savage Planet is My a goodness. fantastic game <laughs> that everyone should play. God damn! Wow, I really miffed it on that one. Twice, you know, yeah. Two for two. Let's bring yeah. it back. Like, let's see. You got you got any other other news you want to talk about? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Might be the uh, wrong game. Yeah. I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn, great trailer. I'm very. Oh excited. my goodness, it was I'm, so gorgeous. Yeah. Um, it's very unfortunate. No, you go ahead. You talk. You talk. No, so it's no, it's it's gorgeous. I'm I'm very excited. I know that there's been <laughs> all these. You know, gamer boys upset about like uh, the masculinity of uh, Aloy, but whatever. Who cares? I th- think she's a fantastic character. Yo, and- let's hear what's what's the hot goss with the uh, the gamer boys. The gamer boys are so. Real I, upset. I would like to preface that I used to be one of these gamer boys. Okay? <laughs> I, I believe it. Shane. I, I don't know. Excuse if you know me. The- excuse what? me. Excuse me. Uh, I wrote. What? I wrote years ago. Years ago, I wrote a huge article on Geekscape about Gamergate. <laughs> Oh, and boy. it was very like, like oh boy <laughs> at one point i had like a facebook banner that said like i slept with zoe quinn <laughs> oh boy i was one of those guys i still think she's a piece of shit because she killed that dude um <laughs> um you know drove him to blow his brains out um Ugh. but yeah that that's a really tragic story but oh sure. do you re- we'll get into that later <laughs> yeah um a friend of geekscape stanley wong um mashed with her on tinder and oh. one one uh Stanley Wong's been in uh 21 Jump Street and he does like a lot of his own um like personal Shows movies. Yeah. And he um <laughs> personal <laughs> movies. Well, he he's done like um home videos. Okay, um, right. He does he had like he had that one a short called Hand Fart and he has Godzilla Party which is just makes you want to cry. Okay. Um but he in the middle of the night, I get a text message from him like, yo, I matched with this chick. Um, she says she's like in, uh, like a game developer in games journalism. Like, do you know her? And I was like, run, 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 <laughs> run, run. And then, you know, you know, about a year or two later, she killed the dude. So, <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Uh... Anyway, so yeah, I, so what are the gamer boys? Because I they're feel just, like they're upset that um, Aloy is not more feminine in the, the new edition. Um, they're saying that she's becoming more masculine. She just she's looking a little bit more filled out, uh, which I don't give a fuck. She's I don't know <laughs> surviving in the wildlands of 
San Francisco now. Hey, if if Laura Croft could do it with like a twenty-eight inch waist and like, come on, right. come right. on, Ally, get your. <laughs> I mean, get I, your she shit also looks together. significantly more detailed in this trailer as well. Yeah. Which, it- yeah. <laughs> And I think it just looks like a normal human being, which I'm all here for, yeah. which reminds me of Kate Winslet and Mary of Eastwood. And I'm like, yes, that's a real human. Anyway. Um, but yeah, no, it, it looks fantastic. Yeah. I'm, I was very excited about the gameplay. Um, I, I've been dying to play this game for ages. Uh, <laughs> what, like a year since I've played <laughs> it? I don't know. <laughs> like, it's kind of impressive that they're coming are, are out. You sure, are you sure you've been wanting to play this game? And not like Breath of the Wild two. Like, are you sure you got that, your, that as well? That as you, well. You got. You sure you got the right we game? Had, we actually. Here's a fun fact. Uh, we uh, we had a game for Nintendo earlier today, and Mark was on the game, and he at the end of it, he was like, "All right, I'm going to send you all uh, back to the lobby. Thanks for playing. Also, get back to work on Breath of the Wild two. Thank you." <laughs> and, like <laughs> sent them back. Uh, it was very funny. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I'm. Very excited for this. I also have a friend that's actually in this game um, that I'm excited to see her character come to life. Um, that's that's all. That's got to be cool. Yeah. That's be really cool. It's dope. Nice. It's dope. Yeah. The, the the what I was gonna say there. It's unfortunate that they 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 do these PlayStation State of Play things, which I always get super excited for to the point where like they're usually in the middle of the day, so I like mm-hmm. block out some time in my work calendar. Like I'm busy on this hour. <laughs> I have a um, meeting. The best. That's, that's that's like me with the AMD conference. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I, it's unfortunate watching them live though because they you know it's they're showing off this game that's like gonna be super beautiful and it's going to be 4K and all of that stuff. But then it's like this super compressed like tops out at 1080p stream, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, it looks it looks pretty good, I guess. You know, a little it could be a little clearer. And then you watch, and then I rewatch it like. A couple hours later, once the 4K, uh, the 4K copy is ready and it looks oh, yeah. like a completely different game. Yeah. Um, it's just like unfortunate in that, like, the, however many hundreds of thousands of people are watching this live and like you can see the comments and some of the comments are like, graphics aren't that good. I thought it would look better and stuff no. like that. And they're, you know, obviously even watching this 4K stream on YouTube is going to be super, super compressed and not representative of how good the game will actually look, but it looks significantly better than the live copy that I was watching before. But how many people don't realize that or won't go back and like, and like try to find a better quality copy. Well, how um, interesting will it be once they finally get the game and they're like, wow, this is as well. way better. As well. Yeah. They sure did a lot of work since that state of play. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it looks unreal though. And like just, just the stuff like when she, like when she jumps into the water for the first time and is like yeah. swimming and stuff and just like the stark difference between like the, the, the world above and, and how everything looks underwater. Um, I'm, it, I'm excited so for cool. that and totally terrified for what is fucking living in totally, the water. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that, is game. it, so the whole Gamer Boy thing, is that why there's like really weird photoshops of her on Reddit? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because they like it. made her prettier or whatever. It, it's like oh, I, I just saw ones of like her really fat and like really old. Oh well, then yeah, those, those are the gamer boys. <laughs> that makes sense. I was like, they because uh, uh, I thought it was odd that they let you customize the character in this game. I was like, you can do, you can. There's there's fat sliders like that. This seems a little like an odd <laughs> odd shift for this game. Yeah, no, I don't think you can like customize Aloy that I know of. Derek, do you know of that? Because like I. I think you just play the character. Yeah, I think just I, I think as you equip different items, they her look changes. But I don't think there's anything beyond that. Yeah. Typical gamer moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? <laughs> yep. Um, 
keeping it up with the Sony news, uh, God of War today got delayed. To, I don't think this was a surprise to anybody because they kind of revealed it last year and then like never mentioned it again. Um, <laughs> but Sony Santa Monica officially revealed today that uh, that they were targeting 2022 at this point, um, which, which I think is fine. Out. Yeah, uh, it, it did bring some interesting uh, this is conversation. God of War five, right? This is, I mean, it's not really in the same series, so I, I don't think so. I don't think they really count it. But well, tech, uh, it's like the fifth, like, the, mainline one. I mean, it, I, it's I don't the know. Second one the PS, after. Wasn't the PSP and PS Vita ones, weren't those ones mainline, too? Why don't, <laughs> why don't those count? They don't. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, some controversy, some conversation popped up today as well, uh, because back before the... Um, back before the PlayStation 5 launched, you know, Microsoft and Sony took very different stances in that Microsoft's like, hey, we'd like see this as an evolving platform. And, you know, whether you choose to buy a, an Xbox series at launch or or a couple of years down the road or never, like we're going to keep supporting the, the, the Xbox One platform for some time. And, you know, to this day, there's like two games that are both third party games. Uh, that you can play on the Xbox series that you cannot play on the previous platform. Sony, on the other hand, was like, we believe in generations. Um, and like, I, th- I think the, do I have the quote here? We have always said we believe in generations. This was, uh, this was uh, Jim Ryan, who's the head of PlayStation. This was before launch. Uh, we believe hey, that when anybody, you go through... A- sorry, anybody with two first names can't trust them. <laughs> <laughs> first names. Uh, so- <laughs> So we believe that when you go through all the trouble of creating a next gen console, it should include features and benefits that the previous generation does not include. Mm-hmm. And that in our view, people should make games that can make the most of these features. We are thinking that it's time to give the PlayStation community something new, something different that can really be only enjoyed on the PS five. So that was what they said. It basically sounded like, Hey, we're going to release this PlayStation five and we're going to stop making PS four games. And then of course, like miles Morales and Sackboy and all that, just ignore those ones that also came out on PS four, but these next big games, they're going to just be PS five and they're going to look really good because of it, right? Horizon mm-hmm. Zero Dawn, of course, was already revealed for PS4 as well. Uh, today, it was revealed that both the next Gran Turismo game and uh, God of War Ragnarok, which, again, are both like probably a year away at this point, uh, they will both also release on PS4, which I don't have a problem with. I don't have a problem with the cross-platform thing at all. But, but at, I, this I just... stage, at this stage of the PS5 lifecycle... Well, you know, I think it's like it's it's tough because I think that these games are also games that would have been in development for quite some time. I also think that they like how how many how how many PS5s have they sold because of these shortages compared to where they expected to be right now? You know, the PS5 is obviously selling very, very well, but um, but, you know, they're selling everything that they can make as fast as it as fast as it goes up on on the Internet type thing. Um, But you know and 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 i bought both consoles i was you know definitely into the microsoft strategy of like you know i don't you don't really need to upgrade right now but like stuff will look better so why not but on the playstation (laughs) side it was basically it basically felt like i'm gonna stop getting these playstation games you know and i fuck i like new stuff i would have bought it anyways i just don't like that they (laughs) (laughs) let's be real no, I, get it. I, get uh, I just it. don't like that. It seems like they very much like flipped this thing that they were saying and like how many people bought the PlayStation five because just of statements that, like yeah. that, because they are like, you know, because this guy's like, oh, yeah, where we see this as a transition to a new generation. PlayStation four is, you know, we're moving on to five. Um, anyway, and then today, uh, what did they say here? They said now they said today the same same guy, Jim Ryan, James Ryan. Something Ryan, Jim Ryan. 
so yeah, so these other games are also coming out on the uh, PS4. We've always felt that we have had <laughs> with that we had a responsibility to serve the PlayStation 4 community for several years after the launch of PlayStation 5, and that it re- represented a huge business opportunity for us. The numbers are quite straightforward. If you say in broad brush figures that we have a community of 100 million PS4 owners right now, and in the first couple of years, I don't know, somewhere about 15 between about 15 to 25 million might might, might migrate to PS5. That still leaves a huge number of people with PS4s. You can't build a community of over 110 million PS4 owners and then just walk away from it, right? I think that would be bad news for fans of PS4 and frankly, not very good business. Why didn't you say this six months ago before these consoles came out when you're like, we're going to transition to the place? Like, it just seems like the exact opposite. Yeah. Uh, You know, push square. Yeah, he should run for political office. Like, hey, I'm going to promise this. I'm going to forgive all college debt. Sure. F in the chat. Push square had a good breakdown of this whole thing, which I'll put in the the show notes for sure but yeah I, and again i don't have a problem with cross-platform games like you know playing uh like okay, so, miles so morales cr- miles cross, morales was caught cross platforms cross platform or cross generational sorry cross generation i don't have a problem mm. with cross generation games miles morales looked fantastic on ps5 i didn't it's, think any less of it because it was also on the playstation 4 you know there's always the like like yeah, like the lowest common denominator thing. Like something will have to be left on the table because it sure. couldn't, couldn't go on the last gen consoles. These games still look fantastic. Horizon Forbidden West better have a fucking sixty frames per second mode though on PS5. Sure. Or or I'm gonna. Are you right? Slightly <laughs> upset for a day or two. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't have a problem with it. But to just go to just say this and then to just completely go back on it is kind of shitty. Yeah. 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 Well. Yeah. <laughs> Great marketing technique. But I already bought mine, so and even yeah. if I had, you already I had would, it. I'd be trying to. So, yeah. <laughs> right, any other any any other must have news? Go play Journey to uh, to the Savage Planet out of this world, No Man. Um, oh, I did. I did want to say, like, I I have a uh, a hilarious No Man's Sky attic- anecdote. Uh, when it well, first launched, I was uh, watching uh, our Geekscape alum, Crippled Kenny. Um, on Twitch, and uh, if anyone doesn't know Crippled Kenny, he's actually crippled. He he runs. He he's he calls himself Crippled Kenny. All right, it wasn't me just being <laughs> shit. It's, this isn't the whole Man, Oriental thing all over two again. Two for two again. Yeah. Here we go. And uh, hey, at least I remember what No Man's Sky was. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fair. Um, and he was doing his live stream, and he came across a creature that was like a walking like bundle of mushrooms, and it looked like penis. Like it looked like it looked like a handful of penises walking around. Uh And I was in the chat. I was like, yo, you should name it. Come cannon. Oh boy. And he's like, there's no way. And he typed it in and cause he discovered that in that game, you can discover creatures and then it'll go to the server. And then if someone else comes across, it's like, Oh, this creature is named this (laughs) discovered by crippled Kenny. And um, it, it, it accepted it. So there's oh a bundle of mushrooms hopping around No Man's Sky labeled Cum Cannon. And I, 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 years ago when this happened, I actually made that the album art for an episode. <laughs> and it's just him with his hands on his head like, no, that works. <laughs> so shouts out Crippled Kenny. Check him out on Twitch.tv. Uh, check out Cum Cannons, No Man's Sky coming to a face near you. Oh, boy. That's it. That's it. Um, yeah. That was fun. That was great. That was great. Love it. I love it. 
So um, that was Geek State Games, everybody. Thank you for coming and joining us. Uh, We will see you back here in two weeks. Uh, Check us out, geekscape.net, on Twitter, at geekscapegames. Like, comment, and subscribe. Um, Get your friend's phone. Just subscribe them to the podcast. (laughs) Check out Xbox Game Passengers. Um, Probably the best show in years. Uh, Just came out uh, yesterday because uh, I was on it. We played played Yakuza 6. Yeah, Never played Yakuza before. I started with 6. It went really well. Yeah, Yeah. it it went well, minus all my disastrous computer issues. It was, it was, it was, ugh. Anyway. We we made it through. Yeah, we made it through. Um, I have played more of it, actually. And it is, yeah, that's a great game. But listen to the, listen to the show. Listen to Xbox Game Passengers. It's a, it's a doozy. Good time. Yeah. So, uh, Miss Katie, where can people find more of you? You can always find me on uh, Twitters, the Twitch, uh, anything else. And at else the Go Game. In, and at the Go Game. You can look at uh, the website. I'm probably on there somewhere. I'm waiting for um, you to get banned from Go Game like you've been I banned mean, from TikTok. Yeah. No, I mean, that's probably why they uh, promoted me to manager because, you know, <laughs> they didn't want me out there uh, saying the words I say. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, no, if you, if your company is looking for a good fun time, um, hit up the go game. It's great. Uh, go remote.live is a great website to go to or the go game.com. Uh, you can find the go game anywhere. Um, and you can find me at L sassy pants, E L S A S S Y P A N T S or, uh, with a Z at the end, if you're looking for me on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess we'll uh, see you guys back here next week. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.